Welcome to the Relationship Gumbo Podcast, because better relationships need better ingredients. I'm your host, Derek Jones, and we're going to cover all of the topics you really care about through candid conversations about dating, relationships, and communication. So let's get started. And welcome to another episode of the Relationship Gumbo Podcast. My name is Derek Jones, and I'm your host. I'm a certified life coach and engineer, a strategist, and a mental health advocate. And today, we are going to talk about narcissists. The title of the show is, Are You in a Relationship with a Narcissist? And the reason why this topic always comes up is because a lot of times when we are in love, we don't realize that the person that we're with has narcissistic tendencies. And we're going to talk about what those are because a lot of times we realize some of these traits, but we don't know what to call it. We don't know that there's an actual like name for it. And there are people that are falling into this category and it's very toxic, can be very toxic to your relationship. So what we're going to do, I identified six traits of a narcissist. That's not all of them, but I'm going to pick out the ones that I, that I can kind of speak on uh, more intelligently because I've seen it. And in some cases, you know, some parts of my life are probably fit into a couple of these categories just in my travels of just being a human. Right. So we're going to talk about this and then we're going to, um, you know, we'll we'll have some dialogue about it. And if you have any questions or comments, those of you that are live, please feel free. And if they're um, pertinent enough to the topic, we'll add them in. So here we go. Number one, I'm going to call this one he was Prince Charming at first, right? So what we're going to talk about is when you meet that person, and I'm using he in this case, that he appeared to be Prince Charming, did everything that needed to that he needed to do to get you, right? It was perfect. And what narcissists tend to do is they overcompensate for their flaws, right? Because what they say about narcissists is narcissists are normally people who don't really have like super high self-esteem. So they have to project their narcissism onto you, right? So they have to overcompensate for their flaws by making everything look perfect, like Prince Charming. And you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. He's saying everything I want to hear, everything is perfect. And you're not paying attention to this is happening. Why are you being fed everything so perfectly? It's because the whole point is for you to ignore that that person is really not what they're kind of making themselves out to be. And a lot of narcissists are really good at this, right? And that's and, and as a human being, falling for it is natural, especially when you feel like you, you really want to have somebody that kind of fits you, right? So we're going to talk about a couple of other ways you can notice this. Um while you're in a relationship or while you're in the dating phase, or even if you're just, you know, looking for someone, these are some of the things you need to look out for. Number two, they feed off of your compliments. So when you, they're always reaching and wanting compliments from you to make them feel better about themselves. And normally the narcissist normally looks for someone who, who tend to, you know, a lot of times tends to be very nurturing, um, in some cases kind of clingy because they know that you're always going to be, you know, taking care of them and telling them, you know, 
how handsome they are and, oh, you did such a good job. And they need this constant reinforcement to feed that ego. They need it all the time. The problem is you very rarely get it back in return because a narcissist is thinking about self first. And when you're with somebody who does that constantly and you're not receiving it back, red flag, right? It's a little one, but you got to look at it in context. Prince Charming, but Prince Charming wants a bunch of compliments from you all the time to make themselves feel better. And you got to think about it. Someone who consistently needs reassurance to feel good about themselves doesn't have high self-esteem. Catch that. They need you to fill them up. That's a that's a, a, a the beginnings of a toxic area. But a lot of times people don't see it as toxic because the person that's giving all of the nurturing and the compliments all the time probably has some deficiencies in themselves and they feel like, you know, you start to become codependent on each other. Right. Number three is a big one. They lack empathy. They don't want to care about you. If something's going on in your life and you're distraught about it, you remember the narcissist is about self first. So they're not thinking about being empathetic to you, you or your problems or your family. They're going to brush it off because life is about them and feeding their ego and feeding their self-esteem. It has to come from external sources because they don't have enough love within themselves to provide that for themselves. So it's always about them. It's always about not caring. They may show you a little bit just to shut you up, but they really don't give a damn when they should because you're in a relationship with them, right? And this is huge because the person who is not the narcissist in a relationship, they gotta feel like crap after a while. You're gonna feel like crap that this person isn't empathetic to your needs and they're brushing you off all the time, but you with them for 10 years. It's a hurtful place to be. It's a toxic place to be. And you have to recognize these traits because a lot of times these traits show up early, but we want to be in love and it feels good to have somebody. The whole time, all of your needs and, and, and the things that you care about, are only cared about by you. When you're in a relationship, you're supposed to find somebody that cares about you too, right? And the reason why I said this is a big one is because when you put your all into a relationship and that person is showing you that they don't care about you, that's a hurtful space, right? That's a very hurtful space to be in because a lot of times we're so smitten that we stay in it. And then by the time we figure it out, now we got to find the exit strategy. But we didn't. We always feel like we invested so much time. And how do I leave? And I might have a kid or two now. And I'm just now realizing that he never really gave a damn about me. He never really, you know, my 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 mom was in the hospital and he went to a football game. That's that's what narcissists do. Right. Think about it. Think about your life. Think about people you've dealt with and think about it. It might be you. It's never too late to make a change, right? We're all humans. And sometimes a narcissist is behaving like this because it's a reaction to some trauma that that person may have had in the past. 
and they feel like it's got to be all about them as a protection measure. So think about that. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Number four, they gaslight you. Right. I didn't even realize what this meant, but but it's, you know, it, it's really about manipulation. Right. Manipulation. We know manipulation is right. So it's like if you know that that person does something wrong, they're going to make you feel like you're the one that's wrong. They're going to work so hard at making you feel like you're wrong that you actually start to believe it. Right. And a lot of times, especially women and men, too, that I talk to, it sounds like this. After the narcissist has kind of done the damage, it sounds like this. Maybe I'm not pretty enough. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I need to fix something within myself so that I can make the other person happy because they keep saying that I'm not good enough. And then you start believing it. And I know some of you that's on here watching this know exactly what I'm talking about. And the narcissist, because they lack empathy, they see that you're hurt by it. And they and, and it's like a, a shoulder shrug, right? And that shoulder shrug, they're telling you you're not good enough. You got to think, this is the person that's supposed to love you above all else. And these are the words that they're saying, right? This is, this is, this falls under like emotional abuse, right? Gaslighting falls under emotional abuse. A lot of domestic violence follows this type of emotional abuse, right? But we stay because we feel like we're supposed to be there and maybe it'll change and maybe some, you know, it'll get fixed one day. This behavior doesn't happen once. And that's why I say you have the opportunity to, to step back and recognize it so that you can actually you know, work on trying to fix you because you have to think about it like this. This is the part that people very seldom talk about when we talk about narcissists. You have the narcissist and you can say the narcissist is the boogie monster, but you also have to look at yourself because you're accepting it over time, right? There's something in you that feels like I have to stay here, right? There's some emotional things going on with you that feel like it's okay to be told you're not good enough. Right. Even though you may hate it. You can't leave because of whatever reason. And you just sit there and take the abuse and take the abuse. And even if you leave one day, now you have a, now you have now transferred that person's trauma onto yourself. And now you got to be OK to be with the next person. It's a cycle that we that you hopefully will not have to choose. And at some point, you know, you, you got to choose you first. That's why I always say on this show, you have to love you more. You got to love you more than the narcissist. You got to love you more than the pain that the narcissist is putting on to you. And the scariest thing about a narcissist is you normally won't see it up front. It's a natural, gradual pro progression to get you to a point where you serve that ego, where you serve that narcissist self, you know, that thing that they need to make themselves feel good. You feed that gradually to the point where they eventually are at a point where you're a servant and a slave to that person's ego. It becomes a part of your life under, right under your nose. And I wanted to do this show because I want people to understand what it looks like before they're 10 years in, before you're one year in. This is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. It feels great to have somebody that you can compliment and, and tell them that they're great but you got to you got to realize if you're the only one doing it 
It's not a true partnership. It's only one person being served. And while that one person is being served, you sit in the corner like, uh, do they even appreciate that I'm even here? But I don't want to leave because I don't want to be alone. So I'm going to stay. Stop it. Number five. Out of six. Because we're not going to be here all night. There's more than this. But these are the ones that I wanted to target. Narcissists never apologize. I know a lot of you feel that one. They never wrong. They never apologize. And you better get it because I'm not, you're not going to get an apology out of me. Because just like the, the few before this, number three and number four, they don't have any empathy for you. So why apologize? I don't care. Get over it. And guess what? If you don't get over it, you ain't going nowhere. That's what they know. Because they spent so much time beating you down to the point where you're not strong enough to leave. I need you to catch that. It starts early. Remember, number one, it looks like Prince Charming. It looks like the perfect fit. And then it gradually escalates over time. You're captive at that point because you want Prince Charming so bad that you forget to vet him or her. You forget to see how they operate in different scenarios because you'd already done slept with them 50 times. And now you really got the feels now. Maybe he'll change. You got to you gotta really pay attention who you're dealing with out here. So we're going to go to number six, the last one. When and if you do decide to leave, they lash out at you. They go crazy. They don't want you to go nowhere. Even though they're the ones that's committing the offense. You better not leave. Now, you have to ask yourself the question. If I'm strong enough to leave and I say I don't want to be here and they know that the relationship is tumultuous, why would they lash out? They're lashing out because they work so hard to beat you down to control you. They don't want to start all over again from scratch. Why the hell are you leaving? How dare you do this to me? Notice the language. How dare you do this to me? It's still self-serving, even in the end. Right? I need you to catch that. I always tell people this in every aspect of your life. Word choices mean everything. And if you pay attention to word choices that people choose to say to you, it paints a picture about their character. I'm going to say that one more time. When you pay attention to the words that people choose when they're addressing you, it paints a picture of their character. This goes for online dating. This goes for how people address you in an email at work. People's mannerisms and their characteristics and their words will always betray them. Always. You just have to pay attention to it. Body language, all of that stuff. Narcissist still will show you that. Stop being so pressed that you don't pay attention. Because you got to think about what you're trying to protect. You're trying to protect your heart. 
your soul, your spirit. You don't have to be hard. Get out of my face. So I'm not talking to you. You ain't got to be like that. But you got eyes, ears. Your body is receptive to positive and negative energy. You can feel that. Once you get out of your own desperate way, out of your own emotional way, you can see these things. You may not see them on day one. But there's nobody that can wear a costume forever. Nobody, even the best of them, can't wear a mask and a costume forever. It's always there. I guarantee you. And that don't mean you got to play private investigator. That just means common sense has to kick in. Common sense. So we're live. People that are listening on audio and I'm, I'm going to look at a couple of comments just to kind of let people know that I am paying attention to them. Um, Latasha Carpenter from Facebook says, I'm glad I have not ran into one. It would not be pretty. <laughs> and uh, Natasha Davenport says, you may you, you may have, but they are sneaky. And Michelle Ford says, they have no empathy, but will drop a fake tear at the drop of a dime. That's right. Those crocodile tears. Let me tell you something about the crocodile tears. The crocodile tears, try it, it tries to grab sympathy from you and it's still even in the tears it's still self-serving i want you to make me feel better even though i'm the one who did wrong that's manipulation at its finest and guess what it works it, it works because what the narcissist knows because they put in so much work to make you captive that you ain't going anywhere that's why the tears work Michelle Ford also says, and some are so far gone that they will swear that they were not the problem. Everyone else is the problem. Exactly. And that's <laughs> that's as real as it gets, right? And it's your job as a person who's dating or contemplating dating, or even if you're in a relationship with one. I don't care what stage you are. You have to love you more. If you love yourself enough, it doesn't matter which stage you're in. You have the tools for you to leave or to change the environment so that that person understands where you stand. When you don't love yourself. Then you're going to allow them to do exactly what they came to do, serve themselves. So on that note, we're going to get off the podcast section. I appreciate you guys for listening. And we will see you again next week. And I'm glad you were able to chime in. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. And if no one's told you today, I appreciate you. Head on over to www.relationshipgumbo.net to get all of your life coaching, apparel, and other relationship-related goodies. Until next time, have a great day. <laughs>